Yes. Listening to Uzi, I know I'm too old. I feel like uh, the comparison to it, I feel like a 30-year-old that's eating gummy worms. Nah. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be doing it. But this shit is good, man. I, I can't complain. I love this nigga's energy. I love what he brings. Um, at the top of this shit before I run down it. Why I fuck with Uzi. Uzi reminds me of an era of Wayne that we have not seen in a long time. That we won't get back. Um, Focus Wayne is who he reminds me of. Squad up Wayne. Um, fucking... Uh, machine gun flow, Wayne. Like he just, ah, 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 ah. like he just hits you with that shit. Cole put that shit out. I let Nas down. Mm. Like I, I, like I know where that shit came from, bro. Cole also put out. I want to fold clothes with you. What's wrong with that? You hate that shit. I hate that song. Yeah, you you whack for hating that because why? Like, because he was talking about he was talking about the love that he has for his woman, bro. The shit that we don't, the shit that everybody else doesn't talk about. Talk about bitches, this and that, like fuck this bitch, this and that, like yo. <laughs> it was a bad delivery. Nah, a fuck a delivery, my nigga. See, that's the fuck problem. A delivery. I know, I understand it's the delivery, but it. But then again, let's let's also focus on the message. I'm telling you, I can't think of who the fuck it was that I was thinking. I mean, I'm, if who, who I would say this: whoever you thinking of, don't have the following to push them to that level. Look at Kendrick Lamar, and see that's the thing. That's He's a, a part of the last era. Yeah, he is. He is, and that's the that's the thing that he. This man debuted in 2011, 2010. It's a new time. Everything that has been said in hip hop that's important has been said mm -hmm. and been repeated. And been pounded on your head. And that's why you got this new era, these new kids that don't give a fuck, fuck about lyrics. the message. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They are here to turn the fuck up. And now we're elevating or moving into this era where they are turning up and they saying some shit with it. It ain't just like niggas is really saying some shit within it. It's one liners, but they saying some shit within it. Pharrell said it in 2008 on Hot and Fun. People don't want to think no more. They right. just want to feel. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That is the era we in. I came in with the new 40 Glock. Fuck on your bitch, make that hoe want to milli rock. I with my boys and no, we don't milli rock. Funny money, no, this is no silly guap. Got a Richard Milli, no, this not a silly watch. All of this money make me want to diddy bop. It's funny you mention that because I had no, it's crazy because this girl, everything was good. And I think the thing I liked the most about her was she showed she was very caring. Mm -hmm. She was uh, big on like religion, big on like telling me to say my prayers before I go to bed and shit when we would get off the phone and oh, shit. Yeah, that's what drew me to her. I knew. Like, I, I knew never it. dealt yeah. with a girl who would tell me all the time we get off the phone, all right, say your prayers before you go to bed. Right. And I never did it, but. Right. <laughs> but it was just different to me, and it, it made me comfortable around her. But it's crazy. It's some, it was something about her always in the back. I always refer to it when we had that one episode, and I chopped it at the front, where you said, if it ain't real and you don't feel it in your gut, it, it, it's not there. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, yeah, uh, the main thing to why that didn't work was because it, it was no relation. It was no, like. No true connection. Yeah, it like, was nothing. It was just sex. Right. It was just sex. And it's that like shit was ass. Real quick, that still don't explain why, like, that. I still, I want to show opinion. Do you, who do you think is a better liar, men or women? Who's a better liar? Yeah. I say it start with men. No, mm. no, 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 no. You asking me who is the better liar? Between the species of male humans and women humans, who's the better liar? I would say women out of fear. But who's the most fucked up? Not including us and our heart and our attentions as far as me and you as human beings, men are. Because men end up making women like that. Women are pure, bro. Women are pure. Like, a fucked up woman was not born like that more than likely. She was made like that because of a heartbreak. So, are you saying that men are born fucked up? Like, we're born fucked up and we do this fucked up shit to make these women... Um not pure? I would say men have a poor way of communicating their intentions, which misleads women into certain downward spirals where they're just, they set up for heartbreak. Like a man can be in a whole situation with a woman and have her thinking shit is finna be fucking roses and all gushy gushy and all that and his whole times he just he he just want to fuck <laughs> he just want to pull up fuck do his thing and go about his day sorry for all the women that i did that too you're it's your boy robbie dean back with another one of those fire ass episodes of me blanc amigo and this is episode 54 I wanna fold clothes with ya. <laughs> it's Uzi, this era's Wayne. In this episode, man, we started this episode off with an ode to women on Women's Day. Didn't record this on Women's Day, but had to give them love on their day, which I made a week since, you know, we didn't get to record, but started off with that man took a left turn and we started asking all types of random questions about men and women one of the main questions we asked was who's the better liar is it the man is it the woman my theory was that you know men breed women to who they are today so it boils down to the man which led to us asking you know as men do you usually lie to your women to avoid an argument Hell of a question, hell of a conversation, man. We went all types of ways with it. Uh, also, in this episode, we spoke on interracial dating, being that I'm in an interracial, interracial relationship right now with my Asian persuasion. And, um, you know, it spent off into uh, me giving my dog Uzi his flowers, and in which I said in the middle of the conversation, I believe Uzi is this era's Wayne. And Mark just had a whole different stance about it. He just thought I was gassing. He thought I was bullshitting. But I'm dead fucking serious. You look at the numbers. You look at his audience. You look at his cult following. Um, you look at his ability to actually rap. Uh, if you actually go do your homework on Uzi, like back, back in the day, I think he had a song called like 7 a.m. in Philly or some shit. Something like that. 
You can really hear this nigga rapping over boom bap style beats. And that lets me know he is an intelligent enough artist to understand what the fuck he's doing and to understand that the times he are in. Which is what Wayne did. Wayne understood the times he was in and always rebranded himself and re-established re, uh, re himself as a different style of artist. Um, it's very rarely you see an artist be able to successfully rebrand themselves. Uh, I give it to Tyler. I give it to Uzi. I give it to Wayne. I give it to Kanye. Kanye's the god of that shit. Like, he has five different damn near personalities through all those albums he put out. Uh, Drake was able to do it. Pretty much all the top tier motherfuckers. Um, yeah. All the motherfuckers who are smart enough to understand what they are surrounded in and how they can bring themselves to that world and be successful at it. You're one of the greats to me, in my opinion. It's bigger than just a pen and a pad or getting in the booth and backpack, rap, flat, asset, flapjack. Like, nah, fuck that. And the messages and all that, too. Uh, we also spoke on that, too. Um, is hip-hop not an art form anymore? Um, yeah, we spoke on hip-hop not being an art form. I blamed it personally on the computers, being that you have to have a certain level of computer literacy and a certain level of understanding how to mix, master, and record, which is something a lot of these street niggas don't have the time for, meaning they have to take a lot of money and invest it into recording studio. You know what I'm saying? It just takes a certain level of just wanting to figure out every facet of everything in this era of rap, which is why I believe the computer killed hip-hop killed is killing rap shit and in this also in this episode we talk about how rap is the new pop um pretty much other than that man that covered a whole episode those two topics rap hip-hop uzi uh women's day shit and the shit we put them through and a couple of personal stories to the side i'm not gonna talk y'all head off because this is a pretty good episode just for those two topics we was able to stretch out a ass of content had an ass of questions and no i'm not avoiding it we will be back the following seven days from today to speak on this corona shit and everything else it's just we got so much shit in this episode and by the time we got all this done we were both faded and gone off that Castelio del Poggio, my shit, my shit, my shit for 2020. So yeah, we'll be right back in seven days with the coronavirus. I want to get all the the information gathered. I feel like right now it's at the peak of this shit. What's today is day three twelve. It'll be released at midnight three thirteen. So I want to give it another six days to get on the backside of this roller coaster ride, and we can just lay everything out and just you know debunk the bullshit. So. You already know, man. We'll be back. Another episode of fire. Having more litter, litter, litter. Having more titter, titter, titter. You already know. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit. Comment on my shit. And subscribe to my shit. Motherfucking white girls in the valley say Check, 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 check Like Danny Brown say Word to DB I ain't heard about Danny Brown mm.
Bro, you went too left, man. You went too fucking left, Danny. You went too fucking left. And that's your prerogative. Do your motherfucking thing, but that Triple X project was crazy. You ever heard of Triple X? Yeah. Oh my god, that shit is a classic. It is. Uh, I will. Shout out to the song I will. That will, I will never forget that song. Oh. Um, that nigga got clean teeth when he fixed his teeth and he became a different person. He got them fake ass teeth. Man. I think that's who he was. What the fake tooth person or the the chip tooth nigga? Like who? Nah, just he was he was a nigga that just he was gonna get on his shit. Like eventually, when the money him, came, yeah. he was gonna show you yeah. who he was. That wild nigga was a, 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 the nigga that was too fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He See, got sober. That's what it was. That's what it was. Um, that's what helped niggas. Just like Eminem got sober, niggas wasn't fucking with him. Yep. But you can't still deny the fact that he has undeniable talent that trumps and surpasses a lot of these other rappers and artists out here. Mm-hmm. So, Danny Brown, I can't wait till you drop your next project, B. Episode 54. 54. I believe it's 54. Is it 54? Or 53. 54. 54. I'm going to say 50. Yeah, 54. Yeah, yeah. I ain't came up with the title yet. Oh, that last title was my favorite title. Uh, what did it say? No more. What is it? <laughs> no more drugs no, for me. Pussy, pussy and religion, religion is all I, I need. need. Yes, sir. Shout out to Kanye. Yes, sir. Shout out to fucking Kanye. Indeed. Um... I wanted to start this episode out by shouting out a special species, a beautiful species, an amazing species that I would not be here if it wasn't for y'all. Happy Women's Day. Happy, happy, happy Women's Day. Happy fucking Women's Day. I was about to say Happy Bitches Day, but <laughs> Women's Day, uh, it occurred... Let's see. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah, Sunday, March 8th. Women's Day went down. International Women's Day. Okay. Uh, Women are a beautiful species. Again, amazing species. But I do not trust you women. Mm. You hoes. I do not trust you. Uh, Why? Just, I don't know. You could be 100% telling the truth. I don't believe it. Right. (laughs) Because historically, they're, like, deceptive as fuck. Very. If we got to even go back to Adam and Eve. God, I was thinking the same shit. Um, Yeah, you just can't be trusted. Let me tell you this. And why I agree with that is because they say it's a man's world, but behind, like, uh, what, what does it say? It's a man's world. It's a woman or something, but you know, behind every man is a woman, blah, 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 blah. A lot of what we do is for women. Uh, I've gotten, none. I can honestly say that women have hurt me way more, way harder, and way more often than any man has ever hurt me. My father, my niggas, none of that, any of that. We give our heart to these women and they just rip that shit apart. i never forget Jamie Foxx said... Jamie Foxx said, ain't no worse heartbreak than when a man's heart is broken mm-hmm. by a woman. Right. Uh, I believe it. I told, I shared this story before. I had a heartbreak and that shit fucked me up to where. You became savage? Yeah, that. But the night of the heartbreak, I was so fucked up. 
I remember just taking my dog and walking the neighborhood. R.I.P. Chase, 2016. I miss you, baby. I ain't. Oh man, my dog. Oh my my childhood dog. I had the dog since 2001, and she Damn, died. Damn, 19 years, B. Oh, nah, 15, 14 years. years. 14, 15. She died of mouth cancer. Oh, um, yeah. I remember taking my dog and walking in the neighborhood. And uh, I remember hearing some dude. It was a homeless dude. Yeah. yeah, it was his homeless dude. I don't know. He was a fucked up. I don't know if he was homeless or his, his bitch kicked him out for the night or some shit. But he was standing up at the pool. You know the pool we used to swim at and shit. Yeah. And he was singing uh, Beyonce, "So in Love with You" or "Dangerously in Love," and that Dangerous. shit. The baby, I love you. That shit. Mm-hmm. That shit a classic too. Yeah, and uh, I just remember just that from my heartbreak, and it was just a funny ass moment within the moment of the heartbreak. But no trust for these women on Women's Day. Um, still got love for y'all, but you know. Who's the better liar, women or men? That's perfect because talking about trust, women, hundred percent. Why? That is a million dollar question, and to the women that listen to this and hear this, we would love your input on why we why. I I, I guarantee most men will say that women are better lives. I feel like 90% of men will say women are better liars, and 90% of women at least will say that women are better liars. Why? Um, it's just women are sneakier. Like men, so they said there was this uh, analogy to say men are like dogs, women are like cats. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. That shit true as fuck. Very. Because dogs are stupid. Stupid as fuck, but <laughs> loyal as a motherfucker. Stupid. You leave. <laughs> Come back, they still so excited to see you. Like, like it's the first time they ever motherfucking saw you. They still gonna, they gonna you, you feed them. They gonna do everything for you. They gonna protect the house. They gonna do all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Out just naturally. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Women are like cats. They independent. Uh, at times they want to be all up on you, purr up on you. But when they don't want to be fucked with, and you want to fuck with them, it's. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? A so, fucking cat. Um, the motherfuckers are smart and conniving right. too, bro. Right. And we, and you know, and, and dogs are not. Yeah, dogs are very overt. They like everything is all straightforward. Straightforward. You can see a dog's intentions. intentions. All they want is food and a little bit of affection. That's yep. it. That is it. And a dog is happy. Yeah. And then cats move around so quietly and sneaky. Like you know what I mean? And then they got pussy, and then they got dogs. Why must the dog chase the cat? I don't know why it's like that. Why must I be like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing, Nothing but, but the dog in me. Young bitches. Young bitches. Real quick, that still don't explain why. Like that, I still I want your opinion. Do you? Who do you think is a better liar, men or women? Who's a better liar? Yeah. I say it start with men. Mm. No, 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 no. You asking me who is the better liar? 
between the species of male humans and women humans, who's the better life? I would say women out of fear. But who's the most fucked up? Not including us and our heart and our attentions as far as me and you as human beings. Men are. Because men end up making women like that. Women are pure, bro. Women are pure. Like, a fucked up woman was not born like that more than likely. She was made like that because of a heartbreak. So, are you saying that men are born fucked up? Like, we're born fucked up and we do this fucked up shit to make these women um, not pure? I would say men have a poor way of communicating their intentions. Which misleads women into certain downward spirals where they're just they set up for heartbreak like a man can be in a whole situation with a woman and have her thinking shit is finna be fucking roses and all gushy gushy and all that and his whole times he just he he just want to fuck <laughs> he just want to pull up fuck do his thing and go about his day sorry for all the women that I did that to <laughs> Uh, that and that's why I spoke on that on episode fifty two, which got me in the fucking doghouse. Ironically, mm. you know what I'm saying? Is I'm done misleading women. Yeah, man. I would rather tell you what it is and you not give me what I want, versus me misleading you and getting what I want and leaving you fucked up and scarred for life. Right. Because I ain't gonna do him to come back on a, a, a innocent nigga, right? A innocent man who. Probably ain't as experienced as you and I Who ain't, you know Don't know what to say To get what he want from a woman He gonna end up getting fucked up and turn. Like it's, it's really an exchange of energy Right It really is It definitely is And then that nigga gonna be uh, out walking his dog one day mm-hmm. And see a homeless nigga Singing dangerously in love yeah. And then he gonna turn savage and then, gonna back, and then maybe 10 years later He gonna come to his senses like Damn, you know uh, that was an innocent man right there. Yeah. He, he was a casualty of war. He was. He really was. But you know, I didn't really... Uh, I don't feel like I did women dirty. Like I, like, I felt like I was the nice guy. You know what I mean? For a long time. And, you know, then, then shit happened to me. Like, you know, between me and women. And then I became savage. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I, I was tired of not... Like, the, the niggas that was... Unfaithful and fucking all these women and doing all this and that. They seem to be having the time of their lives and still had a woman that was like down with them, like no matter what. Yeah. But the nice guy, nigga, like me, how I used to be, which I still am. Don't get it twisted. Um, I just, I just move accordingly now. You know what I'm saying? I know that everybody not nice, but I feel like you know it wasn't a. Yeah, I feel like I, I was the one who was the nice guy who. The women turned me savage. It, it wasn't like, and then you know, like you said, it's all an exchange of energy. Episode fifty-four. Mm-hmm. Boy, you potting today? I just want to dap you up. You already potting. You keep. Ooh, boy, you matching my energy. I like it. Yes, sir. Oh, um, it's only the beginning. Yeah. No more young bitches. Now you in a situation. Mm-hmm. I'm in a situation. Mm-hmm. But before that. You two individual females, you two, you two queens that's listening, because I know both of you listen. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Before that, <Yeah. laughs> young bitches, um, 
I've had my streak of young bitches. And by young bitches, fucking, uh, you judgmental motherfuckers, I mean legal bitches. <laughs> right. Ain't no pedophilia over here, guys. No, sir. Uh, I've not reached that level of desperation. So we will never reach that level of fucking talking about. Nah, never. Um, just young, childish ass women. I told you, my last situation. Right. I'm so turned off by this girl. So fucking turned off by this girl because she played more games than me. How old was she? She's 24. And you are? 30. Six year difference. Six year difference. I can tell this girl has went through what we have talked about. Some nigga dogged her out. Now she got this savage ass mentality Mm -hmm. that make her feel like she need to protect herself. Mm Mm-hmm. I cannot do young bitches no more. Nah. No more. Nah, Even nah. getting off the subject with her, I'm going to come right back. Just dealing with young bitches and they attachment to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you dealt with a young bitch? And by young bitch, I mean three years or younger. Uh, a three-year age difference or younger. I say it was a few years ago. Um... 2000, see, like, 16 to about, uh, to about 2000, what I say, 16 just now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was dealing with bitches younger than me, women, excuse me, younger than me, from about 2016 to about 2018. Mm. Yeah, about 2015, 16 to about 2018. Exclusive? Two years? Uh, No, not with the same. I'm saying like just with younger women Oh, chasing it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just younger women in general in that time period. And I, I, I found I actually dated a couple younger ones and I say the, the age difference uh, with the first one, I was about, I was 25 and she had, she was 21. Mm. Four year difference, and then another situation. I was twenty seven, and she was twenty through twenty two, twenty two, mm. twenty three ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, from that last one, I just realized like I, I can't do that. I can't do <laughs> it. And that six year, five year, I say like a uh, with the age that we are. Yeah. That three to five year difference makes a huge difference. And you, she being what, 23 and you being, or 24 you be, uh, and you being 30, that six year difference, that, that's a generational gap. It is. As, as it little is. as it seems like before, back in the day, you know, there could be a 10 year difference because there wasn't as much. Um, Everybody knew everything yeah, that was, was going yeah, on. Everybody was on the same page. But mm-hmm. now, you know, this 26-year-old has been experienced way more than you did by the time you had gotten yep. to 26 years yep. old. And so it's like, oh, man, well, like, what can you do for that person? And then that person's looking to get more and more and more. And it's like their, their values are different. Yep. Their values are, values are off. Off. Way all the way like, off. Way all the way off. It's funny you mention that because... I had no, it's crazy because this girl, everything was good. And I think the thing I liked the most about her was she showed she was very caring. Mm -hmm. She was uh, big on like, 
religion, big on like telling me to say my prayers before I go to bed and shit when we get off the phone and oh, that's shit. Dope. Yeah, that's what drew me to her. I knew. Like, I, I knew never it. dealt yeah. with a girl who would tell me all the time we get off the phone, all right, say your prayers before you go to bed. Right. And I never did it, but. Right. <laughs> but it was just different to me and it, it made me comfortable around her, but. It's something. It was something about her always in the back. I always refer to it when we had that one episode, and I chopped it at the front where you said, "If it ain't real and you don't feel it in your gut, it, it it's not there." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and the main thing to why that didn't work was because it, it was no relation. It was no like no true connection yeah it was like, nothing it was just sex right it was just sex and that like shit was ass that that happened with me too uh, one of the shorties i spoke about um just now like within that time frame that uh 2016 to 18 time frame uh she said let's pray together mm. never had a woman other than my family my female family members who said I just pray together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that 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 brought me in. That made me like, damn, maybe, maybe, you know, this this could actually last. Exactly. And I realized, I realized later, I'm like, yo, man, she knew she knew that that would be what would draw me in. Cause she knew, you know, I always say my grace. You know what I'm saying? I talk about God and spiritual things. And I feel like maybe she may have known, or maybe she was doing that. Uh, out of uh, genuity, like she really felt that way, but uh, end of the day, the mental connection, the mm-hmm. mental chemistry was not there. Right. And honestly, it starts with a mental, like a true mental chemistry and connection. Uh, before, like you know, physical connection, everybody has. It. I see a woman now, I'm like, damn, she's sexy. Yeah. She's attractive. Oh, he, she see me and she like, oh, he's he's attractive. Boom, boom, boom. That's on the surface. That's nothing. Yeah. Is it? It takes it, and that's why I feel like maybe that's where women get their deception from. Is they know that they can how to mess up a man's mind. Once, once you get that, once once you throw that pussy on him, then say the right things. Mm-hmm. You can get you can get a man hooked. You know what I'm saying? Even the the most the coldest of coldest niggas future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see what he going through with Lori. You feel me? I don't know if it's an act or not, but this girl Lori got this nigga future hooked right now. That shit seeming real, bro. Yeah. That shit seeming real. I don't know. We're gonna see where it comes. Who gonna who gonna break who hard first? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now being fast forward to my new situation with my boo. Hi baby. I know we going through it right now. What's up? I don't know if you made it this far. If you do, I got a treat for you. I swear if you made it this far. When, speaking of deception, when is it okay to tell your lady that now is not the time? Whenever you feel is, whenever you feel is not the time. You know an argument coming though. Who cares? Uh, you know an argument is coming. So you got to prepare. Honestly, that's when communication rules the nation. Me and my shorty had a, we actually just, had something like a couple of days ago, uh, like a similar situation. I'm like, yo, I don't, I can't talk about this right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, I can't talk about this. And a lot of times, uh, I feel like both parties, both men and women, we want to try to like force, um, uh, force a conversation. But a person has to be ready to talk about something. 
And if it's not the right time, then you have to respect that it's not the right time. Let me give that person their 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 space, their peace of mind for when they are ready to talk about it. Uh, don't make them want to have to talk about it. Like you know what I'm saying. We're both men and women. We both have to respect the fact that we might always gonna be on the same page. We could be in the same chapter, yep. but we might not be on the same page. And then somebody might have to put the book down and let the other one catch up to mm-hmm. get there. And then once we're on the same page, we can start at the beginning of the, uh, of the page, of page 54, chapter 54. <laughs> you feel me? And keep going. So honestly, communication rules the nation. <laughs> you got to tell people. You got to tell them like, yo, it's not the right time. If they can't respect it, let them. If they can't respect it, they gonna feel some kind of way. Let them feel that kind of way. Yep. You know what I mean? And then if they are sensible enough, and if they truly have those feelings for you that they claim that they have, then even they might get mad. They are gonna think about it and respect it later. And then the conversation that needs to be had will be had. A relationship, I swear, I swear, I swear what I've realized after 30 years in life, relationships, not just with intimate, romantic relationships with a man and woman or partner, dealing partner with people. with dealing with people, yeah. is communication yep. rules everything. It's all about how you approach somebody. Yes, it is. All it is. Now, I ask you that because personal situation story time. I be giving y'all niggas all the sauce, man. I be telling y'all, I really put my heart in this pot because I feel like at this point I have nothing to lose. And that is one of the most dangerous man, woman, human being in the world. It's somebody who is all in and has nothing to lose. That fear. Like, I don't know if that's fear. Not fear, but that ability. Damn, I'm fucked up. That level of nuts. Uh-huh. To feel like I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm laying it all out. Mm-hmm. Don Cheeto said that real quick. That nigga Don Cheeto said it in some movie where he was playing like a Muslim or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man that's uh, not afraid to die has nothing to lose. Ooh. You feel me? If you ain't afraid to die, you gotta, you, you willing to do whatever. I don't you know give a fuck. I spoke on it. I keep throwing this shit up, but. I spoke on one of these episodes, bro. If I go, my energy is in the atmosphere. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's there. Now, I ain't going to die with no stupid shit, but right. I'm, I'm willing to go, you know, and I hate to keep speaking on it and throwing that energy out there, but yeah. Now, my issue with my lady is we got into it over some shit with her and her little baby daddy and him being on some fuck shit, but my issue was... Like on Love and Basketball. You seen Love and Basketball? I know you have. I'm going to answer it for you. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so now I and I fell in love with her on that shit. You remember in the episode. Well, not the episode. In the movie. Um, Quincy's dad had just got caught for cheating. Mm-hmm. He was fucked up. He was drunk. They was on the bench talking that night. Mm-hmm. And all that shit. And she was there for him. Mm-hmm. But she had to get back to her fucking dorm for curfew. Right. He didn't didn't understand it. He didn't understand. Same shit with me. I'm in the fucking gym. I'm doing a three hour full body workout. I'm literally texting you for 45 minutes back and forth. Bam, 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 bam. Full blown combo. Full blown fucking combo. And she hitting me with paragraphs. Mm. Chapters. Mm. Not paragraphs. Chapters. She's hitting me with fucking chapters. 
And I stuck that shit out. But the issue was the following day today, right? We spoke on the shit, mm-hmm. brought it back up, and uh, some shit led to where she was asking me like, you know, what annoys you? And I just spoke on that shit. It was like, yo, I don't have time for that shit. Right. And it just led for us to go to a, a far left. And I ain't spoke to her since, but I know I'm gonna yeah. talk to her later. Oh. Um, I just wanted to speak on that real quick. Pick up the phone when he called you, shorty. Man, Come she, on now. she gonna pick up the phone. Come on now. I, I, it's when, I hate to sound so cocky, but it's when I decide to hit her up, honestly. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I episode 55. <laughs> the heartbroken episode. How could you be so heartless? Oh, but uh, real quick, just on that. Um... You know, I don't see that really. So my question, my question with that is, when, yeah, when is it okay? Like, I guess, so that's my question, I guess, to you too, because I feel like if you still took the time to cut your routine. Thank you. Short, what, what, what gets you, what you've been doing all the to what makes you you and everything to cut the routine something that's very important to you like say it was you was in a meeting or something like that or maybe she wasn't thinking of it like that it's like oh this is just a leisure thing no this is a part of my life my lifestyle this is something i need yep. something that is a part of me uh where i'm gonna still do this shit every single day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying work around that with me um the fact that you took time out to still text her 45 minutes within that shows a lot about you and shows a lot about your your care and concern for her and I feel like at at least she can appreciate that it's like all right so does she work out nah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I got her on her workout wave right now so she probably still isn't able to appreciate uh, exercise as much as you are like it really means a lot to you it's something that you're dedicated to I and cherish I you, it I love it she exactly he cherishes it he loves it once say she were to get into that like baby alright let me call you back in just a minute I know that you're going through some things right now uh, and I promise I want to be here for you let me get this out of the way and if it was something truly pressing like which I feel like it was you still took the time out to do that and I'm going to just say that uh, it's circumstantial. If there's a circumstance in which, like, you know, uh, the woman that you truly care for really needs you, then yeah, nigga, cut that, cut that shit short. Come back, come back a, a hour or so later or whatever, like you did. If it's something that you feel could, you know, uh, be postponed, then she, I feel like, in, in in no way she can respect it. It's reciprocity. Because you might go through a situation at some point where you really need to talk and she might be going through something and if she really cares for you, I'm sure, just like my baby do for me, and I appreciate her, is that she'll take the time out to out of her schedule or whatever she's doing to, you know, uh, to cater to me. Yeah. I feel like as long as there's communication to say, all right, like what y'all had after the fact of you know, on the next day, yeah. where you told her that that was like a pet peeve of mine, that's something that bothered me. That's that communication we was talking about. So, uh, I feel like, you know, Dolly Parton said this one time, and I got this, I think I got this from Kanye, somebody. Uh, there can't be no rainbow without no rain. 
You see what time it is. It's live. You see what time it is. Welcome to the party. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you see it. You see the vibes. You see the motherfucking vibes. vibes we doing, we're doing a commercial in the middle of the podcast. You see what time it is. That you know shit the vibes. is good. That Klaus Dubar. Um, <laughs> yes, now, my question is... Um, my bad microphone. I gotta update some shit. I gotta I gotta keep my, my social media on point. Um y'all niggas pay attention. Yes. Would you lie to your girl to protect the situation? Mm. I had a situation like this recently as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh at this point, no. Cause I want my girl to accept me, my woman. I'm a girl. I want my woman to accept me wholeheartedly and everything, and I want to do the same for her. Uh, and I want the only way to do that is to like to tell the truth. The truth hurts. It's really a hard pill to swallow. But once the truth is addressed, mm-hmm. then you know once that rain comes, yeah. then there can be a rainbow after that. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people like, you know, nah, because honestly, because trust and communication to me are the two biggest factors in a successful relationship. So if you don't have trust, like if you're lying, then at some point mm-hmm. you're going to feel like she's lying because you're going to project that energy, the same energy that you have, you're going to project that on her and think that she's lying at some point. But if you're upfront and honest all the time, it's going to make her want to be upfront and honest all the time and vice versa. When she is that way, then it's going to want to do that to you. Um, I feel like maybe in certain circumstances, yeah, it, it might be beneficial, you know, to protect the situation. But, uh, Generally speaking, I say, man, keep that shit a hundred, like as much as possible. That's gonna build a stronger relationship. If you build a foundation off of lying, uh, nah, it's different. It, 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 once again, it's circumstantial, and I'm at the point now. I don't really feel like I need to lie to my woman about anything. Now, I'm not saying, oh, does this dress make me look fat? Type of lie. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying stupid shit. I guess I'm saying not lie to your girl. I'm I'm asking more about would you just keep it real? 
You know what I'm saying? Just fucking... Give me an example. Because on that yeah. example right there, I would tell you, the judge make a little family on baby, now you choose another one. Yeah, choose exactly. So it's not about would you lie to your girl. It's about would you be real with your girl in the heat of the moment when you know an argument is coming? It's, it's going back to my situation pretty much. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes, I would. Uh, I would because I feel like that needs to happen uh, in order for, because then again, because then it's going to come up again later. Right. If you if you if you don't if you're not upfront and honest about it, then uh, then the situation gonna come again later, and it's gonna oh well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then it's gonna be a bigger argument, and it could lead to some things that y'all really don't want to happen. It could lead to the breakup. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or lead to a, a break, and in that break, somebody has sex with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I be thinking about all the you know, the worst case scenario, and I feel like. The easiest yet hardest thing to do is mm-hmm. to be completely honest. It's mm. uh, it's hard to do in the time, but it's the easiest way to prevent future problems. Yeah, I I keep it upfront, honest all the time. Fuck it, man. Um, now, why I ask that? Yeah, because I just went through that situation. But yeah, my thing is. Would you keep it real knowing what's finna come around the corner? You know the girl you're dealing with. I know the girl I'm dealing with. And I knew what the fuck was finna happen as soon as I kept it all the way real with her. Mm-hmm. I knew what was finna happen. Mm-hmm. As a man, you with this girl, let's just, let's just paint this picture. You know what your girl is going to bitch over. You know what your girl is going to take and strive and keep her head high and, and move on. In a situation where you know the heat is finna come and you just don't want to deal with it, are you gonna lie? Mm-mm. I'm not. When you know it's about to come, uh, nah. And I feel like that's where it's our responsibility as men mm-hmm. to. Because we know women are fragile. Very. God damn, they are so... Not God damn. God damn. Yeah. They are so fragile. Women are very fragile. So, I think... And that's why like this podcast and everything is, is so beneficial. And why we keep uh, you know, referencing the theme of, of communication. Um, is that they, they are fragile. Regardless of knowing that you got this coming up... That's what it's our responsibility, or you have an argument coming up. That's what our responsibility is of men to become better communicators. Uh, we know that they're fragile. We have to find ways of how to um, to re- to relay our message without hurting them, okay, or without you know, without it going so far left. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, it comes with creativity. It comes with becoming a better man on a daily basis. Okay, I can't just say it like this. I know that's gonna fuck it up. Yes. Uh, I can't just say it like that. Even, yes. And I tell people all the time. Preach. You can say anything you want to say. You can tell somebody fuck you without saying fuck you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not about what you say, it's all about how you say it. Why? I don't mean to cut you off, but this whole new question. Why do we have to be the buffer? Why do we have to. Sit there and literally in the heat of the moment of 10 to 12 seconds, come up with 
a way of how we got to deliver this to them. We're not the only ones. They should be doing it too. It's reciprocity. I preach that all the time in my relationship. It's reciprocity. Uh, we can't be the only ones doing that. That's just, that That takes, if we're doing that all the time, all the time, all the time, that means we're giving too much of ourselves and we're not receiving any of it back. So, it's to the point where it beats you down and it makes you pussy. Yeah. Like, like that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me just try to do it all the time. No, sometimes you got to tell that woman how it is, how it is. You know what I'm saying? Women have to understand how to let a man be a man. You can't expect a lot of these women want to expect this, oh, perfect ideal man. And you can find that, but more than likely he likes men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Repeat that? Yeah. Like, you lost me. That perfect man who's going to just like, just be so communicate with you all the time and just be like baby this baby that and, and then just like that perfect ideal man probably wants other men you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. that can talk to you that's not gonna ever be stern and firm with you and just mm -hmm. tell you okay you need to be quiet you need to sit down because mm -hmm. you ain't getting it you know what I'm saying that's not come on man that ain't no, ain't no you know what I'm saying a man is gonna be a man a real man gonna be a man yes you know what I'm saying and you know what I'm saying dick and balls and transfer all the way up to the head is like yo we men through and through a real man gonna be a real man through and through and uh women have to respect that yeah and a lot of women especially in this new day and age uh that we have now is like women want to wear the pants and it's nothing wrong or well, i'm gonna say in my my idea uh it's like Mm, what's a good analogy? I was gonna say we both wear the pants, but it's like no. Uh, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, I wear the slacks. You wear the dress. You know what I'm saying? Like you still you you in your place, not your place. And I'm, I was about to say you in your place, you in mine. But it's like we respect our roles. Yeah. Like men and women, we do have different roles, but the roles are complements to each other. Yeah. It's not saying that one role is superior to another. Men are not superior to women, and women are not superior to men and vice yes, versa. That's men, how you got to look at it. We're compliments to each other. Men are made for women. Women yep. are made for men. Yep. You feel me? So we're not made to, to battle against each other uh, or anything. We're made to truly work together. Yep. And it comes with compromise. And then surely if you can't compromise, then you probably ain't the one for me. You right. need to find somebody else who's going to compromise uh, to the way that you want to compromise and if that don't work eventually you're gonna realize oh shit It's me. I need to figure out how I can compromise just like I had to figure out me personally that oh It wasn't the women. It was me. It was things about me that I had to truly come to uh, To come to grips with and fortunately the woman that I'm with now has helped me realize these things about myself Just like I helped her realize things about her and when we come to a mutual understanding And she's like, you know when I do something wrong, babe, I apologize uh, and she said, babe, I, I forgive you. Thank you for apologizing. Thank you for talking it out. And vice versa. God damn you, pot in the day. Now, to throw a bow on all that, we're going to get out of women and women. This Women's Day really just set this whole, but that's a yeah, whole yeah. episode right here. Yeah, straight like that. <laughs> now, I'm going to close that out we with. 20 minutes. Straight up. How long has it been? About 20, 30 for real. Word. Um, Shout out to the women. I close it out like this. I'll let you wear the basketball shorts to bed. Mm. But damn it, I'm keeping my Nike socks on. <laughs>
straight like that. That's a, that's a perfect analogy, G. Mm-hmm. Perfect analogy. I support that. I will let you wear, I'm going to say it again. I will let you wear the basketball shorts to bed. Yes, sir. But I'm keeping my Nike, Nike shorts on. Nike I mean, Nike socks. Yeah. Damn it, I'm fucked. Shout out to Castellio. He, he acted like me on the podcast most days. <laughs> now, I'm going to close this out with this last topic, and then we're going to go to break, and then we're going to go through our entertainment rundown. That's I need a bad. break. Um... Interracial dating. Inter-fucking-racial dating. Right now, I'm in a very serious situation. Go ahead. I'm in a very serious situation with a Asian girl. Mm. And... I've never been with an Asian girl. Oh, she's my baby. She gonna love you long time? Yes. Oh, that was was a shot. No, she loves me long time. (laughs) She loves me long time. Um... I gotta mark that down too. That you gonna wine smell like ass, but it tastes so good. Smell that shit. That's wine. That is wine. That's wine. Most wine just ugh. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm a liquor guy. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get used to it. It yeah. do smell it got a funny smell, but it it's got mm. a smooth taste. Um smell like piss and shit. I had posted on uh my story. Not too long ago, I went on a date night with my baby. What kind of story? Facebook, Instagram? Facebook. I'm on Facebook with my shit. I need to leave Facebook. But I'm on Facebook with my shit because, I don't know, it's just local. I feel like, even though I know for a fact your home city is the last motherfuckers to support you. Yeah. I I don't know. I like entertaining them because it's an easy reach. It's easy to get 100 views like that. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. Are you the last? The first. Huh? I said, are they the last? I think they'd be the first. The last. They're the last. Right. I feel like this podcast will pop from motherfuckers from California way before. Missouri is yeah. wild shit. Way <laughs> before Charlotte. Because if Charlotte was really supporting me, it, I'd be, be on. There yeah, I'd be there. You're going to have a following in Nebraska like 50,000 yeah. people. Straight up. <laughs> out of nowhere. Now, I had took my little baby out. It was a dope ass night. We went. Where do we go? We went to the movies. We went to see Lakeith. Shout out Lakeith. We saw Lakeith in uh, the photograph. The photograph. I was about I to say. That shit. I told. We talked about this shit. Fire. Okay. Fire in the booth. Bet. Um. I gotta tell my baby. We gotta go see it. Go see it with your girl, man. Go see it. I don't know why, but when you walk out the movie theater, y'all will be that much closer. Word. Okay. Um. We went out. Went to see Lakeith. My dog. I always address any Lakeith movie as Lakeith because that's my guy and I'm going to push that nigga until he's the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out. After that, we was going to go home. We was going to stop and grab some pizza and some beer somewhere. And um, the place was closed. So then we went to this bar in the Noda area. We go to this bar in the Noda area and it turns out to be a vegan bar or some shit. But there's a black waitress. Mm-hmm. Waitress. No, pay attention to those words. I don't know those words. But waitress meaning it's a female server. The moment I walk in with this Asian delight. <laughs> I see this fucking energy from this black woman. Mm. Just, you know, like, she. I feel right. like. It was my mama looking at me, you know? Yeah. Looking disgust. Disgusted, dog. Uh. 
Like, I feel like she felt like that should have been her right there. That's what I felt like. Oh, man. So, you know, she sits us down. She hands us the menus. And I just didn't like the way she handed us that shit. Mm-hmm. So, we look at, I look at the menu. The menu bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not a fool. I'm not going to spend money at somewhere where I can't get the food that I want. Thanks. So, we get up and we leave. And as we leave... The look she gave, and I was like, yo, I'm, I'm good, I'm out, I don't want this shit. Word. You know, and this look she gave me was just like, yo, it was like all 50 million of my ancestors that was killed during slavery, you know what I'm saying? Like, she gave me this look. Oh, no. And yes, this is the first girl I've truly dated outside of my race that I keep coming back to. Word. So, what are your thoughts on interracial dating? Before you go in, yeah. my thought real quick before yeah. I even retort whatever you say is, right. I don't care. <laughs> that situation has nothing to do with me. Right. Uh, sometimes I do see black women with uh, white men and, you know, I don't say I look at them funny, but, you know, it's kind of, yeah, let me assess this white dude for about five to eight seconds Mm -hmm. but other than that i'm over it that's who you want that's who you want do your thing but what are your thoughts on interracial dating so i think some interracial relationships i i I think yo love is love man exactly Uh, and love truly is blind man just like it says in the bible uh like like, you know well i don't know if it says that in the bible but um something like that anyway eve said that (laughs) <laughs> so can we really take that word? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, we don't trust you. <laughs> uh, you know, love is love, man. People love what who they love. You know, even when it comes to like, I know this is not the same topic, um, like uh, same sex relationships. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, I guess that's like a whole different topic, so to speak. But it's just like people, you know, you love who you love. I'm not gonna. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. Right. Now, as in some instances, like you said, I'm going to assess that person mm-hmm. because there are people, because I mean, let's face it, we're still humans. And there are people out here who have uh, malevolent motives with dating right. outside the race. Right. They thought, oh, I, I, this ownership. Um, I, right. I got this. This mine. Right. Uh, uh, this is a trophy. Right. Uh, right. Uh, you know, oh, I did it. This is an accomplishment. Um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm doing this to make people mad or something like that. So every situation is different. I understand that there are interracial relationships where these people truly love each other. And it has nothing to do truly with their skin color or, you know, or their culture, their race, anything. Uh, Asian from Atlanta and a a, a nigga from Atlanta, they from Atlanta. They both grew up in the A. It just Mm -hmm. so happens she Asian and he black. And I'm just using that example just because it's, it's right there. They they come from the same culture. That shit should make no difference. Um, it's it's plenty of people that I, that I'm in in contact with. My homeboy Jamario has a a, a white wife. Um, they got kids together. They got a beautiful family. You can tell they truly 
love each other. Mm-hmm. It's because where their mind state is. It's the mind that they attracted to. Fuck what the skin color is, yo. Yeah. That shit don't even make a difference. It's who can who 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 makes you love yourself. Yep. Who makes you love you? Who makes you feel comfortable? Uh, I've dated women. I've dated uh, women outside my race. I've dated uh, what race? Hispanic. Well, she was Costa Rican. That don't count. Costa Rican? What? Nigga? That's not Puerto Rican, nigga. That ain't close. She was from I Atlanta. I give you that. I give you. Oh no, she's that's black. What yeah. hey, she's that's black. what. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, but even black. still, say uh, okay. So uh, I've dated also a white girl. I dated a uh, okay. Uh, the first girl I ever had a crush on was a white was a white girl. Big mm. ass forehead, cocoa uh, 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 coke bottle glasses. Uh, I don't even want to say. The, well, fuck. I can say the name because who knows? She don't know the fuck. You know, Caroline Meyer. Uh, fucking Jesus, eight, eight don't give old. whole names. Yeah, edit that shit, goddamn. I can't. <laughs> but even then, if it's uh, you know, who the fuck knows? She don't know this, and she probably ain't gonna hear that shit. I ain't see she moved away like fucking fifteen years ago, nigga, half my life ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, and just how my mind worked and how her mind worked. It was everything's okay and uh, everything was okay, but then you know we both got pushed back from my parents. Like, oh, don't don't mess with that black boy. Oh, don't mess with that white girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is we learn to be divided. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we we look just like the so-called Willie Lynch syndrome, where you put light skin against dark skin and all that. It's uh. We learn these things. It's all psychological. That's why it's like the mind controls everything. The mind don't give a fuck about. We still bleed red. We still all the shit's damn is damn near the same. Um, it, it's all it's all a psychological thing, man. And I I don't see anything wrong with. I say yo, people love who you love. If people got a problem with it, then that means they need to deal with something inside themselves. Um, and and they need to find somebody that they love. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, we need to, black people need to stick with other black women and this and that. Well, what if they haven't met a black woman that is that meets them where they're at? Just like Kobe and his wife. Yeah. Vanessa, she's shout out to you. Sexy as hell. Nah, don't do that. Don't yeah, do I'm that. sorry. Don't, don't do that. She's still sexy. I don't care. Kobe. Beautiful. She's beautiful. And she's sexy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Kobe looking at, he know it's true. Shout out to him. It's mm. mad people out here. He know. He know. Rest in peace. We can't go to Cali now. I'm from there, bro. <laughs> we banned. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I'm coming back. And, you know, yeah. But, um, yeah, his people, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they, they kind of were beefing with him because he did choose uh, someone outside of his race. But... What what it's just it's 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 so dumb and ignorant. It truly is ignorance because if you look at two kids, two little fucking infants, or let's not even say infants, two toddlers uh-huh. who don't know who haven't been taught racism and the difference in skin color and this and that. They just want to play. They just want to play. They, they just want to play, bro. They don't give a motherfucker about what that person looks like. Oh. They got a good heart. I got a good heart. Let's play together. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. But we have learned and we've been uh, hypnotized. Conditioned. Into it could, that's the word I was looking for. Conditioned. We've been conditioned into thinking that certain races have 
have certain qualities that can't be mixed with other races. Yep. That's bullshit. Every single race possesses the exact same qualities that all the other races have. Uh, it's all the same, man. It comes down to psychological, man. Now, love who you love. I just want to speak on something real quick and we can get back to interracial dating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's moments in interracial dating where... I understand why white people are who they are, why they act like how they act. I don't forgive you for what the fuck you did to my people 500 years ago. Whenever the fuck slavery ended. I'm not accurate with those numbers. But uh, earlier this week, or not too long ago, but I read the story not within this week. There was a white girl dealing with a black man. Hood black nigga, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. or a nigga involved in some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on life support, and she was just recently taken off life support because some shit he got into caused her and him within her vehicle to get shot up. Mm. This was in Charlotte. Wow. Yeah, this was on the west side, Charlotte. Um, Shout out to the west side. No. Get your shit together. <laughs> um, yeah, she ended up getting taken off life support and they RIP'd her and all that shit today. Mm. Yeah, so uh, mm. I can see where white people preach to their daughters and stay away from them niggas. You know what I'm saying? So I see both sides of it and I just want to let People know it's about who you choose and who you be around. You know when you around danger. Right. You know when you right. involved with a motherfucker who is gonna get you involved in some deep shit. Facts. And you gotta know when to get the fuck away. Right. There's other sense, you know? if, if black niggas is your fetish white girl, you need to, you know, move up a safer level. Right. Um sometimes it ain't worth it. Facts. And with that, is there anything you wanna say on date interracial dating before we take this break? Love who you love. And be smart about who you choose. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody that you love, just because you love them, don't mean that you need to be with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So love who you love, but choose wisely. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. Psych! And we're back. And I came in with a new 40 Glock. Shout outs to Uzi, man. Um... Before we get back into this rundown of the entertainment industry, I want to give my man his flowers. Last week it was Lil Baby uh, with the album review. This week is very fast, which tells me this is a very good project. Little Uzi Vert dropped his album, EA, Eternal A Take. Um, this has been a good three years in the making since his last project, which was Love Is Rage 2. Love is Rage 2 is one of my low-key guilty pleasures. Um, I know I'm too old to be listening to Uzi. I know that for a fact. But I don't give a fuck. This little nigga, he's good at what he does. Very good. Um, Eternal Take. Uh, Let me pull up my notes. Let me pull up my notes. Give me a second. Eternal Take, man, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, from the moment I played it, um, usually with all new albums, because I'm stuck on something before that, I played it and it was a eh. 
But then for some reason, man, I took that album to the gym and I can play it three, four times in a row. The whole album, 20 songs plus. I don't know how many songs on the album. But Eternal Tape, man, that's my shit. Um, couple of side notes. Yes, listening to Uzi, I know I'm too old. I feel like uh, the comparison to it, I feel like a 30-year-old that's eating gummy worms. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be doing it, but this shit is good, man. I, I can't complain. I love this nigga's energy. I love what he brings. Um, at the top of this shit before I run down it, why I fuck with Uzi? Uzi reminds me of an era of Wayne that we have not seen in a long time that we won't get back. Um, Focus Wayne is who he reminds me of. Squad Up Wayne. Um, fucking uh, Machine Gun Flow Wayne. Like he just. Ah, 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 ah. Like he just hits you with that shit. Um. I always, you know, being that I'm going this hard on the level of positivity, I'm going to give you the shit I don't fuck with. Uh, P2. P2 is pretty much, it's all my friends are dead. It's that same beat. He flipped it and he did a part two to it. And it was cool, but nah, you're not going to finesse me like that. Um, I expect more out of you. Word? Yeah, P2 was cool. I ain't even listen to the song all the way through. I, I just can't. Like, nigga, you brought the same beat back. You did the same right. cadence to the shit. And all you did was rewrite different lyrics to it. And put it on the album. Yes. Not that's, an EP, not a mix. Yes. Put it on album. I can't. No, nigga, you better than that. Uh-uh. I couldn't fuck with it. Chrome Hearts Tags. Now, this is the beat that Chief Keith made. Chief Keith made this beat, and I will say, it's one of the worst songs on the album. I will honestly say that. What's the name of it? Chrome Hearts Tags. Chrome Hearts Chrome Tags. Hard tags. All right. Um, it just sounds like an average song from Lil Uzi, and I will blame it on the beat. I fucks with Chief Keith. Now, I will say this. I know how hard it is to make a beat. So Sosa, I will leave you with a little bit of positivity. You're getting better on your production. You almost there. I seen where you was going with the vision, but it did not connect with me. And um, another song was Secure the Bag. It was alright. Yeah, it was alright. But literally, out of 20 songs, I only had an issue with three. And shout out to the song he did with Sid. You know Sid? Sid of the internet? Oh yeah, I do. Of the internet, the group, yeah, I do. Yes. She's fire. It's a that's a girl, right? Yes. Yeah, she fire. She treat fire. my light skin like my dark skin. Word. That's the main line of the song. Treat my light skin like my dark skin. I fucks with that song. I thought it was ass when I first listened to it, but that shit is hard. Mm -hmm. Now back to the pod. That was a little commercial. Shout out to Uzi. Go stream his shit. The boy is fire. Um, my guy. Uh, out of all these new era artists, I really fuck with, um, you know, Tyler's my, my main guy. He mm -hmm. leads the head. Mm -hmm. That's my uh, clear thoughts. That's my I'm on my mature, I'm grown type shit. Uh, Moneybag Yo is my go-to 
fourth quarter guy. I fucks with money bag. A lot of niggas don't fuck with money bag. I fucks with money bag heavy. That's my guy. I don't know why. I just connected money bag. I think it's a height thing. Me and him are like the only two niggas that are like over six two in the entertainment industry. So I, fu- oh, I- <laughs> wow, fuck y'all six foot niggas. <laughs> I fucks with money bag. And uh, Uzi, that's that's my big three: Tyler, Money Bag, and Uzi. Back to episode fifty-four. Where do we go from here, man? We talked about women. Women took over the whole first half of the episode. Man, hold on, man, hold on, hold the front door. What you got to speak on? Them your top three: Uzi, Money Bag, and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can only respect it. Like true, I can only respect it. Go ahead. Money bag. You I, say you don't fuck with him. I'm not gonna say I don't fuck with him. All right, let me put it like this. I'm old, like I ain't gonna say I'm old school. I like what I like. Mm, exactly. Same way. This, that's why I respect like those top three. They're not mine by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uzi definitely not. Uzi is a vibe for me. Like hundred percent. Like I fuck with Uzi. Vibes curator. Yeah, like that vibes curator. You heard what he said, ladies and gentlemen. He's a vibes curator. Um, but for me personally, uh, it's gonna take me a little bit more for me to say, all right. Uh, I feel like Uzi is definitely super strong in the game. He's a leader of the new school. Yeah, simply put, definitely a leader of the new school. Uh, just like Wayne was, mm-hmm. and that's why when you made that correlation, I'm like, okay, yeah. But at the same time, on some lyrical shit, ha! Don't ooh. question his lyrical ability, please don't. Compare his his lyrical ability to Wayne's man. Come on, man. Bruh, come he's on, there. Man. Come on, dog. He's there. What the fuck you been smoking, bro? I thought you. <laughs> I thought you ain't smoke no more, bro. He is there, man. He's he no is man, there. Dog. Oh. Name okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying, but no. name somebody else in this twenty-six to twenty-seven and under era who can fuck with Wayne. Nobody. Exactly, and I feel Including like he's Lil Uzi he's the closest, but he's still so far away. Is he? In my opinion, when it comes to. If you if you want to do like a ratio and compare it to like how we felt about Wayne compared to how these new generations it's a different time feel about Wayne, I'm gonna say I mean uh, uh, about Uzi, I'm gonna say maybe yeah that might be the closest correlation, but even Wayne and Uzi can say like yo you it's uh, damn like Rob you I guess you put it like to me maybe he might, yeah he probably is the closest. He's the closest. But he's still so far away, in my opinion, that there's no comparison. Because you got to look at it like this. Backtrack 10, 12 years, and you don't think niggas felt the same way about Wayne when niggas was trying to compare him to Jay-Z? No. Not at all. What? No. What? Are you fucking serious? Hell to the fuck no. (laughs) Um, no, man, come on, yo. One, first and foremost, Wayne has always been lyrical. Uzi, let's, let's, no, I don't give a fuck what you said, like you said earlier. Uh, Uzi, he might, he might have a, a couple of, like, really hot lines. Wayne has a whole song 
of Hotlines. And not only does he have a whole song, he got a whole mixtape of them motherfuckers. You mm-hmm. feel me? There's no comparison whatsoever when it comes to Uzi and Wayne. Mm. No comparison. No comparison, man. Come on, bro. You smoking, bro. And you don't even smoke no more, bro. I don't know what you done inhaled. <laughs> like, yo, you bugging right now, dog. There's Uzi and it, Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Wayne. So you putting Lil Wayne is one of the best hip hop artists that we know. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna say that Uzi is following? He he's carrying the torch. That Wayne passed the torch. Hell nah, bro. In an era where these kids do not give a fuck about hip hop and lyricism. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. That's some bullshit. Wayne gave a fuck and cared about it. So who is somebody of these young generational people <laughs> that we can say is a true comparison? Juice mm-hmm. World, no. The only one I can think of, and he's not even a rapper. The only nigga I can truly see that cares about his shit as far as uh, how you perceive it, how you, lyricism, audit, Russ. That's it. YBN Corday. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's more of on the J. Cole path than, right, than the street exactly. path. Right. You gotta incorporate the streetness to it. That's what I'm saying. The dynamics of everything have changed. Exactly. But, and that's what I'm saying. Just like we spoke about on episode 52 or 53, that benchmark level, you you ain't never going to make another Wayne. Wayne set the benchmark Uzi to even be compared to Wayne? No. Like, there's got to be somebody. Somebody else is going to come that is truly a good representation or, like, comparison to what Wayne was. The only it took a while before we found another Kobe. We took a while. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Before we found Kobe to compare him to Michael Jordan, and it took a while before we found LeBron James to compare him to LeBron and Kobe. There's only three motherfuckers in the past, however many fucking decades, like five decades, that you can compare on the basketball side that would be listed as greats. So if you put it like that. I will end it at this. If you say all them niggas is the Kobe's, the Jordans, and, and LeBron's, Uzi is Giannis. Uzi is Giannis. Or he might be Giannis's younger brother. Nah, he might be. Yeah, he probably. He's Giannis. He's coming down the lane and. Okay, let me say this to and you. It is promising, but there's still a lot of doubt. This nigga is projected. This nigga is projected. I'll give you that. This nigga is projected to do 400K in a week. 400K what? Streams, sales, album sales. That's unheard of in a streaming era. He's going gold first week. It's a different time now. I just can't, to be honest, I can't respect it. As much like I respect it from his hustle mentality, his creativity, but I can't respect it on a, a on a true hip hop critic perspective. Uh, he's good. Hip hop is no more. Oh wow, we're going into something different. Hip hop. Go. No, hip hop is no more. Hip hop is no more. Now I said it. Hip hop is dead. Yes. And, um. Yeah. It's uh. It's 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 definitely not the same. Um, I would say hip hop is no more. Hip hop is evolving, but the foundation that was set from hip hop, like with the Biggies, the 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 Pox, 
the hoes, the the Run DMCs, the um, the whatever the what's the first group that ever came out with a rap song? Uh, uh, oh, the, the 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 message. Whoever the fuck that was. You know what I'm saying? Digital Underground. I like that's not the person I was thinking of, the group I was thinking of, but all these people like that. That was the foundation of hip hop. That that was the creation of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop has now evolved. That will forever be the benchmark. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers will never ever compare to what these motherfuckers. Like, we talked so, about this. Yeah. Yeah, we we did, but I gotta bring it up again. They'll never ever compare to truly what the pioneers of hip hop put in place for us. These niggas are all. A lot of them are carbon copies. A lot of them. A lot of them are just like trying to trying to reach that level uh, of which they can. They uh, that clout level. You know what I'm saying? Drake is one of the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? If there's anybody that's the closest to, to Lil Wayne, it's Drake. Ain't none of these look like... Name anybody... Why? Why, Why is Drake close to Wayne? Because they're not the same artist. Why? They're more, they're more similar than they is to fucking Uzi. Because Wayne was one of... Alright, so we're going to talk about like people who did the melodical shit. Exactly. That shit was a pioneer, like... Or that shit, like, streamlined... Hip hop, it, it started a new wave in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Even though Bone Thugs and Harmony was some of the first people to ever do that, and they came way before their time. Uh, it's Drake, J Cole, and maybe a couple like those are the main two who like streamlined the new evolution of hip hop. Now everybody is following them. Now uh, Uzi got the mel- the the melodies, the harmonies. Uh, Juice World, all these other motherfuckers, all these other young niggas that came before them, them niggas don't have good lyrics. When it comes to lyrics, I feel like that truly is what hip hop is. I got a retort to that. It started as now hip hop has evolved to where niggas don't listen to the lyrics anymore. I got a retort to that. I feel like around 2010-ish, everything in hip-hop that needed to be said was said. You're talking about 30, 40 years of that shit, of us talking about oppression, of us talking about flossing, of us talking about how to come up, of us talking about selling drugs to each other. However you can say it in the coolest, dopest way within lyricism, it was said and done. This shit has evolved, like you said. Like, like, imagine a new Jay-Z. He's not going to impress you in this era, bro. J. Cole is the closest thing to Jay-Z. Exactly, and he still gets doubt and hate, and this nigga does everything perfect. 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 Uzi gets doubt. But it's, it's, it's a new energy. He brings a new energy to it. Yeah, but I feel like... Yeah, man, that's, I guess that's like a hard pill to swallow to to understand that there's that Uzi could possibly be the new or he's the Wayne of this era. That that's very hard for me to deal with. 
No, I don't even see nobody about. close to that nigga in the next five yeah, years. I had somebody in my head, but I can't think of who L- it is. Lil Baby? No, fuck no. I give a little bit. He mumbles, but no, Lil Baby's bro. close. No. <laughs> like, I'm getting, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little frustrated right now. Go ahead. Because Lil Baby, the Baby, I fuck with these niggas. I fuck with these people as with these these men as rappers, but you guys do not compare to the greats. You these people may may possibly be greats at some point, but it's gonna take a lot of cultivation and manifestation for them to become that. Um, I feel like the baby might be one of the closest people. Uh, little baby, no. Uh, who who the fuck was I thinking of? I can't think of. I'm telling you, I can't think of who the fuck it was that I was thinking. I mean, I'm, if who I would say this: whoever you thinking of, don't have the following to push them to that level. Look at Kendrick Lamar and see. That's the thing. That's He's a, a part of the last year. Yeah, he is. He is, and that's the that's the thing that he. This man debuted in 2011, 2010. It's a new time. Everything that has been said in hip hop that's important. Has been said and been repeated and been pounded on your head. And that's why you got this new era, these new kids that don't give a fuck about the message. They don't give a fuck. They are here to turn the fuck up. And now we're elevating or moving into this era where they are turning up and they saying some shit with it. It ain't just like niggas is really saying some shit within it. It's one liners, but they saying some shit within it. That shit's not that shit trash compared to it. Like, nah, man. That's why I still listen to my old shit because the old shit really gotta do like it. It really has an effect on me compared to this new shit. Is like some turn up. It's like oh, yeah, it's it's feel good music. Um, I feel like real hip hop is not necessarily gonna make you feel good. It's gonna make you listen, like Wu Tang, and you know what I'm saying. It's gonna make you listen. It's gonna make you think. Pharrell said it in 2008 on These Hot and Fun. Don't make you think. It's it all sounds the same. Pharrell said it in 2008 on Hot and Fun. People don't want to think no more. They right. just want to feel. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That is the era we in. I came in with the new 40 Glock. Fuck on your bitch. Make that whole one a rip milli rock. I with my boys and no, we don't milli rock. Funny money. No, this is no silly guap. Got a Richard Millie. No, this not a silly watch. All of this money make me want a diddy bop. It sounds good. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good to listen to that when I'm feeling myself and I got down... Um, I got the music on 40, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying, the bass all the way, it feels good, it feels good in a moment, but then at the same time, it doesn't feel good, because I know that the, the message that they are trying to give is not resonating good in my soul, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I, I need to hear something else. I need to hear some Isaiah Rashad. I need to hear some J. Cole. I need to hear some old, you know, and, and a lot of them, like, they say the same thing. They're just doing it in a more modern way, like that. Yeah. relates to us more. But at the same time, I feel like with, with the new age and the new modern 
uh, a way of rapping, they have neglected to portray a message that needs to be heard. Ain't none of these new little niggas saying anything that I feel like people truly need to hear. They're just saying shit. Even Corday. To an extent, yeah. Even like the most lyrical promising young nigga ain't it ain't sticking with me. Yeah, that's why I still listen to all the same old shit that I always listen to. Give me some Isaiah, give me some Cole, give me some Kendrick, give me some Big Crit. You know what I'm saying? Give me give me some of that real shit. And and you know, like it's it's kind of all the same. It's just it's just crazy how the shit is changing. But it's changing in a way that I don't see. We ain't coming back from. Yeah, this. that's what I was just about to say. I don't see it coming back. It's I don't dead. see no savior in that shit. Well, it's like okay, you got a Cole, you got a Crit, you got a Kendrick. That's it. Who you can hold on to? That's it. But now that's the last of like, a dying breed. Who the fuck do y'all got last? Like, so who the, who the fuck can you compare it within these new little these these new generation millennials? Not like the thirty year old niggas like me and you millennials, but these new little millennials or whatever the fuck. Like generation Z. Or whatever, whatever the fuck, fuck that called. shit is, yeah. Whatever the fuck it's called. Who can we compare? There's nobody, bro. Yeah. Ain't nobody. We're the last era. You know Not the oldest this. nigga in generation, whatever, the millennials, whatever we call, the oldest nigga in that era is 40. Oh, um, the oldest nigga is 40. It's a new time. I'm not seeing that shit, though. Because it motherfucking resonates with your 40 Glock toting ass. Now, I wanted to ask you to end all this conversation because I just told you the oldest nigga in the millennial generation is 40 years old right now. You didn't even know that. You thought they were still 10 years old. Y'all niggas go back, go on uh, Google and make sure he telling the truth. I, I read this shit online today. So, I never uh, checked none of my shit. But... I wanted to ask you, did they, as far as the days, remember when Khaled was pushing the days back in 16, 2017, somewhere around there? They don't want you to win. They don't want you to shine. Whatever the fuck he was talking about. I always feel like he was talking about the secret society. Mm -hmm. Did they accomplish their goals of washing out hip-hop? Is hip-hop not an art form anymore? That's the last question I wanted to ask you on this subject. It's going in that direction. It's there. That's why I asked. It's it's damn near. It's damn near there, um, and that's why. Like I, my dad used to tell me he was like, "Yo, I I never imagined." Uh, and my dad, you know, what I'm saying from Compton, California, you know, was there doing the NWA, all that kind of shit. He was mm-hmm. like, right, yeah, "I knew this shit was gonna pop, but he never knew it was gonna last this long." Mm-hmm. And. I feel like the only reason last that it lasted this long is because it became so commercial, publicized, and it's the new pop music. It, it is, um, and rap is pop. So yeah, it is. Well, go back to your question. What's the original question? Did they accomplish what they wanted to accomplish by drowning hip hop out with rap and killing the art form of hip hop? 
Yes. Delivering a message. Yes. KRS One. Uh, let's go back to. I, I know the shit is like people shit that people ain't gonna want to feel. Niggas don't want to. Niggas like so. It, you talked about a feeling. Mm-hmm. The shit that people want to speak about, even like with the TIs and everything that that people say. Of course, uh, rap is a representation of what people are feeling and a representation of what's going on uh, in their society. But I feel like we're at the point now, like, yo, y'all niggas don't have to live like that. You're, you're making a choice. Exactly. And you, know, and you know that it's going to be profitable, so you do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you ain't that person. Now, my other question is, or my other point to that well, is... Well, maybe you are, but you ain't got to be, but you're doing that for the bread because you know that that's what's going to attract and, and hypnotize the youth to make them want to buy that shit and to make you want to make them want to live into that shit that they know that they really have no part in being in. Now my point is m- niggas we want to sit here and point and point fingers at these little kids and blame them for killing hip hop and all of that, right? My point is I'm going to ask you I came to the realization just now having this conversation. Did hip hop, not hip hop, did the computer kill hip hop? We're in the internet age. The street nigga that's really out here selling dimes and is computer literate does not know how to upload his shit to SoundCloud. So he's, he's not computer literate. He don't know how to post it. He don't know how to go about the right way. I mean, we're literally just stepping into Griselda and them coming up. Why is a nigga better than Jordan but ain't get that break? Same shit. Computer literacy. These kids that are smart and grew up watching Nickelodeon, grew up watching Disney, grew up on Twitter, grew up on... These are the rap stars of tomorrow. Can you hate them for doing what's smart? Like, if they don't do it, the next computer nigga is going to do it. I'm not going to hate them. Of course not. I'm just going to always pull for that one underground, that one unnoticed person that really has that true message. And the people that have that true message, they're not going to last long in this industry because they... Because I feel the they, or which I consider the they being the industry, mm-hmm. does not want that true message to be displayed because that true message is going to take money away from them. That true message is going to bring uh, unity within the culture, unity within these people, even the fucking Migos. Like all these, all these niggas, man, I, I like their music. Um, I, I fall victim to... To all the shit that we're talking about. I really do like their music and all this and that. But what are they really doing to help the culture as they as they have the album? They got an album called Culture. Mm-hmm. If I think of an album called Culture, the culture, nigga, you need to be talking about how people are appropriating our culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does... does and it's, I don't give a fuck how disrespectful this sounds. 
um, what's 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 the main thing? Quavo, do you even know what the word appropriate means? <laughs> like, not, I mean, no bullshit. I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He think it's mall ties yeah. and hog ties. <laughs> you feel me? Do you even know what that fucking word means, bro? Do you know what you're doing to the culture, nigga? Shout out to my nigga Joe Budden with the culture. You feel me? Like, yo, do you really know what you're doing to the culture? So, um, I, I'm not gonna blame that shit on the computer. Nah. Uh, that's just like another factor that contributes to the culture not being where it's supposed to be. But I blame that shit on people, bro. This is the modern day crack, nigga. You. It, Hundred percent. You can't blame that shit on a motherfucking inanimate object that has no ability to truly think with emotion. A computer can't think with emotion. It, it can be taught to think with emotion, just like we are. But this and that. But no, we created the shit. So no, it ain't. It don't come down to a fucking computer doing that shit. Nah, because there's motherfuckers like Crit Cole Kendrick. Uh, Excuse me, Crickle Kendrick that don't give a fuck about none of that shit that's gonna tell you what the fuck it is and everybody else fall wayside. Just like it's a one percentage of motherfuckers who's billionaires in this motherfucking world, there's a one percentage of motherfuckers who's gonna tell you what it is and who, like we said before, not afraid to die. Once you're not afraid to die, you ain't got nothing to lose. Them niggas don't give a fuck whether or they might give some some fucks, but these niggas don't give a fuck whether or not they album necessarily stream or this and that they gonna put that shit out there regardless so no man like you brought up before in another episode is is hip-hop to blame for the drug culture in this and that drug epidemic yeah the drug academic it's a culture now it's a culture it's an epidemic it's always been an epidemic now it's a culture niggas love doing this shit um yes hip-hop is to blame Y'all niggas are the ones. Y'all ain't got it because y'all ain't got to sign with these niggas, man. You can take Nipsey's approach. You can take Ho's approach. You can take all these other niggas' approach. You can do something different. And I say that in, okay, oh, boom. I'm working for an employer. Yeah. I work for somebody. And it's like, oh, nigga, you ain't taking that approach to, to have your own business and do this and that. So maybe these people are doing it, but I just feel like I personally... It, it won't sit right in my soul for me to put this message out there that I know that three billion people are going to listen to. Billion mm-hmm. out of seven billion people in this motherfucking world that's going to listen to and that's going to receive it and think that, okay, this is, that's the, that's, I need to do that shit. I need to smoke and pop pills and do that drug shit. And all this kind of shit instead of KOD. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's hard to deal with. I know where Nas came from, and that's why Jay, I mean, uh, Cole put that shit out. I let Nas down. Mm. Like I, I, like I know where that shit came from, bro. Cole also put out. I want to fold clothes with you. What's wrong with that? You hate that shit. I hate that song. Yeah, you you whack for the hating that because why? Like, because he was talking about he was talking about the love that he has for his woman, bro. The shit that we don't, the shit that everybody else doesn't talk about. Talk about bitches, this and that, like fuck this bitch, this and that, like yo. <laughs> it was a bad delivery. 
No, nah, fuck a delivery, my nigga. See, that's the fuck problem. A delivery. I know, I understand it's the delivery, but it, but then again, let's let's also focus on the message. The message is like, yo, I got love for you, baby. I want to do some shit for you. As opposed to all these other, uh, what's what's his name? There was somebody that said, oh, all these rappers talk about how much they fuck all these bitches, this and that, but they going home to one woman. You feel me? They do that shit for publicity, for views, for money, and all this kind of shit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, let's, let's do the Migos. What's the, what's that nigga name? Offset got Cardi B. Fuck around, cheating. That bitch gonna leave him. Blah blah blah. This and that, but you still do this and that. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the only other nigga is you got J Cole. You got Chance the Rapper, who's like, yeah, I fuck with my woman, and I'm gonna let y'all niggas know that. Then you got also Quavo. He got Sweetie, but he's still talking about fucking bitches. Like it's contradictory to your true lifestyle. You doing this shit. Because you know that you're cultivating the minds of these young people who are going to listen to your shit and do that shit no matter what. As opposed to somebody who is like, yo, I know that these kids are listening. Let me try to provide a good message, bro. That shit is totally, bro. That shit is fugazi. Well, a lot of what these niggas is doing is fugazi. And I'm going to say, I truly still fall victim into listening to what a lot of these people say, but... I can honestly say that I would much rather listen to something that provides a message that resonates in my head. So as opposed to something uh, negative that resonates in my head. And I'm going to say this to end, to end this part of what I'm saying is we as humans, we, we, we're, we're habitual creatures. Um, the reason we learn our ABCs, we did it in a song. With the reason we learn this and that, uh, uh, these little, uh, I love you, you know what I'm saying? We mm. do all this shit in song culture. It's easy for us to remember. Music is a universal language. Mm-hmm. Like, probably the most influential universal language that there is in the entire world. And so, when you know that you have that much ability to influence other people, and you choose to... Use that influence just like fucking what's the the kneeling down uh Kaepernick Kaepernick just like him that nigga could have he, he he could probably be one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now might have even had a motherfucking championship got his ass washed out washed out because he stood up for what was right boom. and look at the niggas who done turned their back on him. They flourish, my nigga. Who? Who? What you mean? I'm saying, look at that. Look at that sacrifice that man made, and we ain't spoke on Kaepernick in a good six to eight months. Word. As a community. Word. People turn their back on what's not hot. Word. So. Speak on it. What do you do? Do you want to get enough money to take care of your family? Do you want to be the hottest nigga in the world and make uh, 5 to 30 million in the next 12 to 24 months? Or do you want to do what's right and, and, and have to earn your shit over the next 5 to 20 years? That reminds me of a, a phrase I heard. What's the world? What, what is it to gain the world but to lose your soul? Everything to me. So you would gain the world. You would, you would gain the world just to lose your soul. Yeah, cause I will all I know me. I will come back to what's right at the end of the day. Are you sure? Yeah. You Thanos, nigga. I remember Thanos. I remember that was your fucking Twitter handle. 
At one time, fucking mm-hmm. farmer Thanos ass. <laughs> you willing to gain the world to lose your soul? Me, man, I... I, I would. Because I understand, like you said, I deleted the former Thanos after a while. Eventually, I would come back to who I am and be willing to be the sacrifice. But you have to get the eyes on you. I can get on Twitter and preach the righteous shit right now. But do you think those 180 followers are really going to retweet my shit? Am I going to wake up to 180 retweets the next day? Well, see, that's the thing. These niggas that's doing that shit to gain that uh, attraction or whatever, once they gain it, are they really doing anything to change it? No, I feel like they have to maintain that same thing, just like Future. Future one is has been one of the hottest niggas. He ain't done nothing to say, oh, let's uplift black women and black people and, and this and that. No, he's still going on the same shit he's done. Future so, admitted, Future admitted to lying about drugs. He lied and said he didn't touch most of that shit he rap about. He said that in an interview about a year or two ago. I heard it. So eventually that soul in you wakes up. Future issue is it's going to be too late. When the people don't care, then he going to start preaching. It's already too late, bro. Eh, he still got the world in his hands. By that time, he's going to end up dying. They're going to end up killing that nigga. That's my point. Would I gain the world? I got enough heart. I got enough balls that after my 12 to 24 month run where I raked up and I put money aside for my mama to take over and manage when I'm dead and gone, I'm willing to expose it all. He's not at that point yet. And he's 34, 35, 30. I don't know how the fuck old future is, but he's old as hell. He's up there. He's in his late 30s. Exactly. It's just certain motherfuckers that understand what's going on that's built like that. I believe Nipsey was like that. He was at that point where he was willing to gain the world. I feel like Nipsey was at that tipping point where he was willing to gain the world to expose what was real at the end of the day. I felt like he was right there at that point when he got killed on some stupid street shit. It wasn't on no takeout shit. He didn't have the people in his hands yet. When he died, that's when he gained the people's attention. It's just, it's a give and take, bro. That's a touchy motherfucking subject, man. Yeah. So, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. This is a long enough episode. Yeah, yeah. I will be back. Mm-hmm. What you doing tomorrow? Shit. We're going to come back and finish the uh, entertainment part tomorrow. We got to refresh sleep. Restart. This was a hell of a uh, second half. Word. This was the strongest second half we ever had. Facts. I like when we mm-hmm. against each other. <laughs> I like that shit. Yeah, because you've been talking some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit crazy. So, this would be episode this week, and uh, we'll do the entertainment episode next week and add on to it. Word. So, yeah, this is good enough. We still got the coronavirus entertainment. I wanted to touch on this Jeezy tour where he's got like 30 other niggas that are like over the age of 45 mm-hmm. that's coming with him and all this shit. So, a lot of old niggas. A lot of them. A lot of niggas that raised us. Legends. Yes. So, we're going to come back tomorrow, but y'all won't get that episode for another week and some change. Mm-hmm. But that's how consistent we are. We're going to add on to that episode tomorrow. And we'll be right back. 
But this is good enough for this week. And if you don't think it is, fuck ya. Yeah. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Shout out 704. Shout out Hope for Humanity. My man B Ferg. Uh, shout out, uh, look him up on IG underscore Bing. B E I N G. B B E E Ferg. Uh, shout out my man uh, Zach House and uh, the House Group underscore T H E H O W Z E. G R O U P underscore the house group. Um, yo, Charlotte on the map, man. And, uh, Is Charlotte on the map or we on the map? Both. Mm. We in Charlotte and we here. Shout out to all the beautiful women. I still ain't forgot that it's Women's Day. Yeah. <clears throat> and I ain't, I still don't trust you. <laughs> and we're going to end it at that. Every episode, we get in. Litter, litter, litter more. Titter, titter, titter. Peace. Yeah. And that's going to do it for episode 54. I want to fold clothes with you. <laughs> it's Uzi the next Wayne. I want to thank every last one of y'all that pressed play from 00 dot dot zero zero and played this motherfucker all the way through to the end, man. Each and every time I let you know at the end of the episode to see who really made it, I appreciate you. Even the ones that stopped it a quarter of the way through, a half of the way through, a whole of the way through. Hey, I appreciate you. Every last one of you, man. Um, like we spoke on in episode 52, I'm guessing. 52? 53. 53. We had that announcement. Episode 53, man. We are bringing this shit to YouTube. It's just a matter of time. I ain't gonna front with you niggas. I'm just waiting on these taxes to drop. Because a boy gonna get that camera, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I ain't finna go broke for you niggas right now. But when the shit drop, we getting the whole setup. We gonna motherfucking knock them out, crank them out for y'all. So y'all can visually see the boys in the heat of the moment. So, uh, yeah, man. Till then, stay patient. Stay supporting. Tell your neighbor to tell your neighbor to tell your neighbor to come to your girl house while you at work. To tell her to play that motherfucking Mi Blanc Amigo in the background while he's slaughtering her. You know what I'm saying? So, like always, man, the episodes are getting more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. Stay safe. <laughs> nah, I'm out. <laughs>